From the land of the midnight sun, welcome back to Prepper Dave's On the Road to Dystopia, your alternative news and information podcast. I'm your host, Prepper Dave. Normally, we take a deep dive into the dark abyss of the alternative media sources, but today, the MSM and the public domain white papers is more than enough to scare the hell out of you about the Bank for International Settlements, the organization that you may have never, ever heard of, but has the power to destroy the world at its fingertips. Today, we're going to reveal what they don't want you to know. So join us now and discover those secret plans behind the Bank for International Settlements, the BIS, Central Banks, CBDCs, and Green Finance. We have a lot to cover, so buckle up, grab a drink, and let's dive right in. So what is the Bank for International Settlements? What is the BIS? Well, the BIS, according to the mainstream media, it is an international financial institution owned by central banks that fosters international monetary and financial cooperation and serves as the bank for the central banks. You hear that? It serves as the bank for the central banks. It is based in Switzerland with representatives in Hong Kong and Mexico City. And it was established in 1930 by an intergovernmental agreement between Germany, Belgium, France, the United Kingdom, Italy, Japan, the United States, and Switzerland. Why? Well, it was originally intended to facilitate reparations imposed on Germany by the Treaty of Versailles after World War I. But it later focused on fostering the cooperation between its member central banks. Hmm. Not spooky at all, is it? Not so far. The BIS carries out its work through its meetings, its programs, and through hosting international groups pursuing global financial stability and facilitating their interaction. It also provides banking services but like I said, only to central banks and other international organizations. I wonder who they are. The BIS has 63 member central banks representing countries that account for 95% of the world's GDP. Let me repeat that. The BIS... It's 63 members, central banks represent countries that account for 95% of the world's GDP. The BIS's board of directors consists of 21 members, six ex officio members, the central bank governors of Belgium, France, Germany, Italy, the United Kingdom, and the United States, 15 elected members, central bank governors of nine other European countries, and six non-European countries. 95% of the world's GDP. The BIS also has several communities that set the standards and guidelines for global financial systems such as the Basel Committee on Banking Supervision, the Committee on Payments and Market Infrastructures, the Committee on the Global Financial System, and the Markets Committee. The BIS operates the BIS Innovation Hub, remember that one, which develops public goods and technology space to support these central banks and improve the functioning of the financial system. 
The devil's always in the details. The BIS publishes various reports and statistics on topics related to its mandate, such as monetary and financial stability. How's that working out? Banking supervision, payment systems, macroeconomic analysis, and central bank governance. The BIS also organizes conferences and seminars for central bankers and other financial authorities. The BIS operates under international law and enjoys certain immunities in its members' countries. The BIS assets are not subject to seizure or attachment by any government or any court. Let me repeat that. The BIS assets are not subject to seizure or attachment by any government or any court. Scary stuff. The BIS staff members have diplomatic privileges and immunities. The BIS legal status is governed by its statutes and by the headquarters agreement with Switzerland. So, it seems very innocuous, right, so far? How does the BIS ensure our financial stability? Well, just by merely providing a forum of cooperation among members, central banks, and other financial institutions. Remember, have you even heard of the Bank of International Settlements? And they have all of this happening all the time. It also supports the implementation of global regulatory standards and sound supervisory practices by producing research. It re produces the statistics, publications, and most importantly, the events. So, how does it support central banks, specifically? It provides them with the forum for dialogue and cooperation. It provides them a platform for responsible, or not so responsible, innovation and knowledge sharing, maybe in-depth analysis and insights on core policy issues and sound and competitive financial services. Boy, that does that just sound like a utopia. Well, they foster discussion to facilitate the collaboration among the central banks on topics such as what? Very innocuous stuff like payment systems, cyber resilience, digital currencies, and green finance. Oh my goodness gracious. They act as a prime counterparty for central banks in a financial transaction such as foreign exchange swaps. And how about gold loans and deposits? They offer a wide range of financial services to assist the central banks and other monetary authorities in the management of their foreign reserves such as asset management, credit services, and buyback operations. They develop public goods in the technology space and support the central banks and improve the functioning of the whole financial system through its, this is, remember I said, remember this, the BIS Innovation Hub Centers, which they explore topics such as artificial intelligence, big data, fintech and again digital currencies remember the bis's primary mission is to act as the bank for the central 
banks. So what is it? What is the role? What's the role in supporting the exploration and the development for the central bank digital currencies, these CBDCs that we keep hearing about? Well, they conduct the research, they conduct the policy analysis, and the implications of the CBDCs for the central banks, for the regulators, for the supervisor, and the whole financial system. You hear that? They conduct a research policy analysis on the implication of the CBDCs for the whole financial system. The BIS publishes various reports on topics such as, on topics such as CBDC design. How are they going to be designed? How are they going to be used? What are the benefits? What are the risks, the challenges, and the opportunities? How... What kind of opportunities are there to implement the CBDCs? They do this research. Have you heard of the Bank of Financial uh, Bank of International Settlements? Well, you should. They host international groups that work on developing standards and guidelines for CBDCs, such as the Committee on Payments and Market Infrastructure, which is the forum for the central banks to monitor and analyze the developments in payment, clearing and settlement infrastructures. The CPMI has issued a report on the foundational principles and core features of the CBDCs in collaboration with seven other central banks. They develop public goods in the technology space and support the CBDCs through the BIS Innovation Hub. The BIS Innovation Hub, there it is again, which is the network of those centers that develop the innovative solutions that support the central banks. These are centers set up, this hub, a hub of centers, and improve the functioning of the financial system. The BIS Innovation Hub has several several projects related to the CBDCs, such as Project Helvetia, Helvetia, which is a proof of concept for integrating tokenized assets and central bank money. How about Project Dunbar, a platform for cross-border payments using multiple CBDCs? How about Project Aurorum, a platform for wholesale CBDC issuance and distribution. And now, how about Project Rosalind, a platform for what you will have, the retail CBDC experimentation. Hmm. Is that happening in the U.S. now? Sure. July is almost here. They also provide a platform for dialogue and cooperation among the central banks and stakeholders on CBDCs. The BIS organizes these events. They're not just for random people, by the way. These webinars, these workshops, these consultations, they share this knowledge and they solicit all the feedback they can. By who? From the G20. The G20 Tech Sprint Initiative. And this aims to showcase an innovative solution for enhancing these cross-border payments using CBDCs. You can see, this is the hub. This is the hub to the wheel, the spoke and wheel, which we will mention. The BIS, it recognizes the CBDCs offer an opportunity for the monetary system to enhance 
It's efficiency. Very innocuous. It's inclusion. Very innocuous. It's resilience and innovation. Very innocuous. These CBDCs are so innocuous, they won't track you. <clears throat> of course they will. So, they have a very similar mission when it comes to green finance. What is their role when it comes to green finance? Well, this is a finance, what is green finance anyway? It's a financing of investments that generate environmental benefits. We heard that somewhere before, like ESG. How about such as reducing the greenhouse gas emissions, enhancing energy efficiency, and preserving biodiversity? You like these keywords? Does it sound like something from the WEF? Does it sound like something that you're hearing about ESG? Do these terms ring clear? Again, what they do is they conduct the research. They, on the implications of the climate change and the green finance for these central banks, for their regulators, and for their supervisors. The BIS publishes various reports and papers on topics such as climate-related risks, green bond markets, sustainable finance, and here's the key, carbon pricing and green central banking. So you wonder why these companies you see all around are falling in line with ESG? When the entire worldwide banking system under the auspices of the um, Bank for International Settlements. Yeah, this is just a facilitator. They are the BIS Innovation Hub. They are that hub. Again, they host these international groups. They work on developing these standards and these guidelines for green finance, such as the Network for Greening the Financial System. That is the NGFS, the Network for Greening the Financial System. That, you know what that is? It is a coalition of central banks and supervisors that aims to enhance the role of financial system in managing climate-related risks and mobilizing, this is important, mobilizing capital, mobilizing capital for green and low-carbon investments. And what happens if you don't fall in line? Well, you see what's happening. The BIS provides its secretariat support for the NG NGFS and participates in its work streams. Very innocuous work. Again, they developed the public goods and technology, the technology space, to support this green finance through, the, again, their BIS innovation hub. The BIS is the hub, which is a network of centers that develops the innovative solutions to support the central banks and improve the functioning of the financial system. Like I said, these, this hub, the BIS, a hub, a network of centers. The BIS Innovation Hub has several, several, several projects related to green finance, such as Project Magma. Have you heard of that one? It's a platform for measuring climate risk exposure of banks' portfolios. How about Project Glintz, a platform for issuing and trading tokenized green bonds? 
of our Project Gaia platform for measuring and disclosing climate-related financial risks. Again, they provide the financial services to the central banks and other monetary authorities that support green finance, such as the asset management, the credit services, and the buyback operations. Man, and you wonder why Target, Walmart, the rest of them have to fall in line. And they can't fight back because they can't fight back against an entire global, global hub. The BIS offers a green bond fund that invests in high-quality green bonds issued by sovereign, supranational institutions. What's a supranational institution and a supranational agency? Have any idea? Supranational agencies. Hmm. The BIS also claims that climate change possesses significant challenges to the monetary and financial stability and that green finance can and will play a key role in addressing these challenges. Who is going to pay the price for this? Who's going to be limited when they go to the gas pump? Who's going to be limited on their electricity? Who's going to be limited on their flights, on their public transportation? Who? Who won't be able to heat their house this winter or the following winter? Whose money is going to be tracked no matter what you buy? If you buy too much food or if you buy too much fuel or if you buy too many firearms. I guess for most of these, any firearms is too many. All of this will be tracked. And you can blame the Bank of International Settlements. So how does the, this BIS, this conglomerate, plan to accomplish these utopian goals that they have? Well, they're going to do it through the spoken wheel model for its innovation hub. The BIS innovation hub and the spoke and wheel model. This is a network, like I said, a network of centers that develops the public goods in the technology space to support these central banks and improve their functioning of the financial system. The BIS Innovation Hub has several centers around the world. Well, there's a lot of centers around the world, each focusing on different topics. You know why? This person over here doesn't know what that person's doing. That person doesn't know that's what's happening over there. They're all spokes in the wheel. Spoke and wheel. And who is the hub? The BIS. However, like I said, these centers are interconnected by a common core group that coordinates and supports their activities. So there is one this is all white papers, MSM stuff. You can go to the BIS website and read the same stuff. I am. This is not conspiracy theory stuff. This is really the way it is. There are centers that are interconnected by a common core group. You can call it a cabal. You can call it a group, a common core group, a common core like math, that coordinates and supports the activities. It is right there in black and white. The spoken wheel model allows this BIS innovation hub to leverage the expertise and resources of the different central banks and partners while ensuring a coherent and consistent approach across its centers. They're going to sell you on banking 
and the ease of banking and banking the unbanked and cross-country, cross-national, and cross-currency. The model enables the BIS Innovation Hub to scale up its projects and deliver faster by sharing its knowledge and feedback amongst its centers and the stakeholders. It is a model that allows it to scale as fast as they can or as fast as they need to. They are going to scale up whatever project because they are the hub and they can distribute it to the spokes. So, who are these BIS Innovation Hub members? Well, the BIS Innovation Hub Center in London, for instance. Well, it's hosted and supported by the Bank of England. And what's its focus? Well, its focus areas are systemic monitoring of stable coins. The CBDC, cybersecurity green finance, and crypto assets, and decentralized finance. How about the BIS Innovation Hub Center in Singapore? Well, it's hosted and supported by the Monetary Authority of Singapore, and its initial focus areas are CBDCs, next-generation financial infrastructure, cybersecurity, and green finance. How about the BIS Innovation Hub Center in Hong Kong? Well, it's located, it's hosted and supported by the Hong Kong Monetary Authority. And its initial focus, trade finance, tokenized securities, green finance again, and CBDCs. You guys hearing a pattern here? How about the BIS Innovation Hub Center in Switzerland? It's supported by the Swiss National Bank. Its focus area is CBDCs, digital identity, and cybersecurity, digital identity. Hmm. It's right there in Switzerland, right there with the BIS. How about the BIS Innovation Hub Center in Sweden? Huh? Its initial focus areas, again, CBDCs, cross-border payments and green finance. They've got it all taken care of, don't they? How about the Hub Center in France and Germany? It's um, Bank of France and the Deutsche Bank. And the European Central Bank, that's who supports these. And the initial focus areas, again, are CBDCs, cybersecurity, green finance, and crypto assets and decentralized assets. Or decentralized finance. So, the BIS Innovation Hub has launched the BIS Innovation Network in January 2021. And this was to support the Innovation Hub priorities, to share the knowledge about the technology projects and discuss innovative answers to problem statements relevant to the central banks. Because each central bank is a little bit different. They all have their challenges. They all have that. And so they have one place that they can go back to. They have the hub, the BIS, the Innovation Hub. This network is open to all BIS member central banks. Now, you didn't hear me mention the Fed. So, the Federal Reserve. So how is the BIS and the Federal Reserve connected? Well, the Fed has a long-standing relationship as a member of the BIS 
and participate in various activities and committees. The U.S. Federal Reserve System and the Federal Reserve Bank of New York are two of the 63 member central banks of the BIS representing the United States. They have voting rights and representation of the BIS's general meeting and the board of directors. The U.S. Federal Reserve is also one of the six ex-officio members of the BIS's board of directors, along with central bank governors of Belgium, France, Germany, Italy, and the United Kingdom. The U.S. Federal Reserve participates in various committees and working groups hosted by the BS, such as, like we said before, the Basel Committee on Banking Supervision, the Committee on Payments and Market Infrastructure, the Committee on Global Financial System, and the Markets Committee. So, they are all in. These committees, they, you know what they do? They set the standards and they set those guidelines for the global financial system and then they foster this international cooperation among all these other central banks and other authorities. That's what they do. The U.S. Federal Reserve also engages in the BIS Innovation Hub, which publicly develops the public goods and technology space to support all of the central banks and improve, like we said, the functioning of the entire financial system as a whole through the spoken wheel and the hub. The BIS Innovation Hub. It also has a center in New York. It's hosted and supported by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. And guess what? Guess what its focus areas are? Yep. CBDC, Torbillion. Cybersecurity, Sela. Green Finance, Glintz. And Crypto Assets and Decentralized Finance, Atlas. That's correct. You want me to go over those again? Center's initial focus areas are the CBDC, Torbillion, Torbillion the Cybersecurity, Sela, Green Finance, Glintz, and Crypto Assets and Decentralized Finance, Atlas. So, U.S. Federal Reserve, they also use some of the financial services provided by the BIS. You know, I mean, they are, just, they are another central bank. And they use the asset management, the credit service, and the buyback operations. Because the BIS acts as the prime counterparty for all the central banks in their financial transactions and offers a sound and competitive financial services to assist them in managing their foreign reserves. Is there any part of the central banks that they're not involved in? Or how it's going to affect you? And do you even, have you ever even heard of the BIS before? BIS or BS, right? The Federal, U.S. Federal Reserve benefits from some of the reports and statistics produced by the BIS on topics related to its mandate, such as we've talked about the monitoring financial stability. How's that working out for us? How about banking supervision? How about our payment systems, which are now about to change incrementally in July? How about the macroeconomic analysis? You know, how we interact with the rest of the world. And how about the central bank governance? You always hear about the board of the central bank governors, right? From the United States. Well, the BIS publishes these various reports and statistics and that are freely available to the public, such as you.
such as the BIS Quarterly Review. I suggest you read it. The BIS Annual Economic Report, a little bit more dry, and the BIS Annual Report and the BIS Statistical Bulletin. These are all there, for freely available for you to view, to read, to see, to incorporate, to learn from. You need to know who's really running the economic show. You know, that stuff is all part of the white papers. That We don't even need to get into any of the conspiracies or any of the theories surrounding the BIS. If that doesn't scare you enough about the central bank digital currencies and the green finance and what you see every day, and now you know why you see it, well, like I said, some of the theories that are still hanging out there, which I'm not saying are true, but probably are. The BIS founded by a group of international bankers who wanted to create a world financial order that would be immune to local attacks and political interference. They call out a conspiracy theory. At the same time that the BIS, their assets cannot be seized or interfered with by any government or any court. Hmm. And they were, this was developed on the heels of World War One, as part of the package at the Treaty of Versailles and the punitive damages on Germany that led to World War Two. Hmm. We also mentioned before that they have their hands in the gold and maybe the BIS even helped. Nazi Germany loot the gold and the assets from occupied countries hmm. during World War II. Well, don't forget, their actions kind of facilitated World War II. And they also facilitated transactions between the Reichsbank Bank and other central banks. Now, it says the BIS is part of a secret cabal of central bankers who control the world's money supply and manipulate global, global events for their own benefit. Yeah, they are a secret cabal. You can call it a group. You can call it a cabal. They are the central bankers. They are using the spoken wheel. There is the BIS Innovation Hub, and it's that hub that all transactions go through, and a small group that controls that. That is, I, I would think that's the definition of a secret cabal. Although not so secret if you look into it a little bit. The BIS is linked to the Rothschild family who are allegedly behind many of the world's wars, revolutions, and financial crisis. I don't know. Can't confirm nor deny that one. I don't have any idea. How about the BIS being a key player in the New World Order conspiracy? How about the Great Reset, which aims to establish a one-world government under the control of a powerful elite? Of the powerful elite. Yeah. Everything we talked about, the CBDCs, really? That's not about control? Absolutely, it's about control. Green financing? Absolutely about control. You see it every single day. You are not crazy, even though they want you to think that you are, and they want it so that you do not question the authority. 
They don't want you to question what they're doing. They don't want you to question the green finance. They don't want you to question the central bank digital currencies. They don't want you to question the new world order. If you do, you think it's bad in North Korea. Wait till they hit critical mass and then they can force the rest of us to either comply or die. So, what do they control? Well, they seem to control everything, don't they? Do they do it directly or do they do it because they are the innovation hub? They are the hub on the spoke and wheel all central banks go to and they have to go through. They Do they influence interest rates? Do they set bank reserve requirements and conduct open market operations? Well, these are some of the ways central banks can affect the amount of money available for lending and spending in an economy. Yeah, our elected officials aren't helping any with the monetary policy, you know, with the fiscal policy. Excuse me. They want to spend and spend and spend and spend. How about the BIS? Does it control the money supply for print by printing money out of thin air? What's that called? Modern, modern monetary policy? Yeah, that's a... Well, I don't consider it a legitimate policy, but that's a con- legitimate policy theory that's being implemented throughout the world. Why? It makes no difference to them how much debt there is, because at some point, it will all come crashing down so they can supply and they can print money out of thin air and creating debt in other countries our country included through the IMF and the World Bank yeah these are some of the ways the BIS can enrich itself and its members at the expense of you and me and the rest of the world now there is some discussion about whether the BIS directly has the authority or the ability to print the money or set the interest rates for any particular country. However, they have the influence. Whether they do it directly or indirectly, the BIS does do it. They do affect the interest rates. They do affect the gold prices. They do affect the amount of money in circulation. And additionally, they do create the debt in countries. We complain about China's debt diplomacy. But we have that as well through the BIS. And it facilitates the cooperation and the coordination amongst all the other central banks to promote this financial stability or instability development or whatever you want to call it gotta love the semantics on this thing huh now that you understand how the bis works what do you think is the bis really at the top of the financial pyramid or is there someone else is that bis innovation hub is the hub on the spoken wheel is that is that it is that the top of the financial pyramid Well, it sure looks like it. Unless you 
can come up with something else other than that. And yes, like I said, there are associations with the IMF and the World Bank. But it does look like the BIS is that hub, that cabal. Remember, stay informed by clicking our link below for all your daily alternative updates. And keep connecting the dots and stay prepared. Because Pepper Dave's out. The content provided here is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical, financial, legal, or professional advice. We recommend consulting a qualified professional before taking any action on any content related to this product or any of the links provided. We do not endorse any candidates or political parties. Additionally, we are not responsible for any incorrect information. and ask that you please backcheck all information and contact us with any and all errors. Thank you.